Chapter 26 of The Alhambra, a series of tales and sketches of the Moors and Spaniards by Washington Irving. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 26 The Veteran Among the curious acquaintances I made in my rambles about the fortress was a brave and battered old colonel of invalids, who was nestled like a hawk in one of the Moorish towers. His history, which he was fond of telling, was a tissue of those adventures, mishaps, and vicissitudes that render the life of almost every Spaniard of note as varied and whimsical as the pages of Gil Blas. He was in America at twelve years of age, and reckoned among the most signal and fortunate events of his life his having seen General Washington. Since then he had taken a part in all the wars of his country. He could speak experimentally of most of the prisons and dungeons of the peninsula, had been lamed of one leg, crippled in his hands, and so cut up and carbonadoed that he was a kind of walking monument of the troubles of Spain, on which there was a scar for every battle and broil, as every year of captivity was notched upon the tree of Robinson Crusoe. The greatest misfortune of the brave old cavalier, however, appeared to have been his having commanded at Malaga during a time of peril and confusion, and been made a general by the inhabitants to protect them from the invasion of the French. This had entailed upon him a number of just claims upon government that I feared would employ him until his dying day in writing and printing petitions and memorials, to the great disquiet of his mind, exhaustion of his purse, and penance of his friends, not one of whom could visit him without having to listen to a mortal document of half an hour in length, and to carry away half a dozen pamphlets in his pocket. This, however, is the case throughout Spain. Everywhere you meet with some worthy white brooding in a corner, and nursing up some pet grievance and cherished wrong. Besides, a Spaniard who has a lawsuit or a claim upon government may be considered as furnished with employment for the remainder of his life. I visited the veteran in his quarters in the upper part of the Torre del Vino or Wine Tower. His room was small but snug, and commanded a beautiful view of the Vega. It was arranged with a soldier's precision three muskets and a brace of pistols, all bright and shining, were suspended against the wall, with a sabre and a cane hanging side by side, and above them two cocked hats, one for parade and one for ordinary use. A small shelf containing some half-dozen books formed his library, one of which, a little old mouldy volume of philosophical maxims, was his favorite reading. This he thumbed and pondered over day by day, applying every maxim to his own particular case, provided it had a little tinge of wholesome bitterness, and treated of the injustice of the world. Yet he was social and kind-hearted, and provided he could be diverted from his wrongs and his philosophy, was an entertaining companion. I like these old weather-beaten sons of fortune, and enjoy their rough campaigning anecdotes. In the course of my visits to the one in question, 
I learnt some curious facts about an old military commander of the fortress, who seems to have resembled him in some respects, and to have had similar fortunes in the wars. These particulars have been augmented by inquiries among some of the old inhabitants of the place, particularly the father of Mateo Jimenez, of whose traditional stories the worthy I am about to introduce to the reader was a favorite hero. End of chapter 26